Parental discretion is advised. What's up, guys? This week on the Wrestling Mayhem Show, we've got SummerSlam reactions from the entire Mayhem Nation. We chat with Headlock's Mike Kingston. We talk about the evolution of the corporation and, of course, the vodka boy, Ric Flair. Stick around. This edition of Wrestling Mayhem Show is brought to you by... Fleshlight. Head on over to WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Look for that banner and click on it. You'll know which one. Want to have your business or podcast featured on the show? Contact us at info at SorgatronMedia.com. Subject line, advertising. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wrestling Mayhem Show 383. I'm so happy you could join us. We're going to talk wrestling at SummerSlam, the greatest party of the year, and we all have a hangover, but we're going to talk about that. But first with me is DJ LB from his command cockpit on the north side of Pittsburgh. How you doing, sir? What's up, everybody? I am Papa Lunchbox, uh, keeping the, the rivers and the byways safe in Pittsburgh uh, from underneath. Excellent. And also joining us from Corpus Christi, Texas, uh, the man from the South, the man who knows where to get some good, what was that? Did you like Taipei or something? Close enough. I like Taipei. I like when people uh, uh, super glue uh, broken glass into their fist and punch each other. That's Follow me is. on Twitter at Amen to Please and watch me educate Sorg on what pad Thai is. Pad Thai, that's it, that's pad, it. And let me know if there's know any what, good pad Thai places pad in thai Pittsburgh. Was? I forgot what the thing was that he liked, and it, and I lost it before we got to that part of the intro. <laughs> Whoops! And also with this is the Riz, also from the Hi, Eastern... everybody. I can't hear anything because Sorg keeps knocking shit off. Oh, no, you're back. God, you're I'm back. back. You're back. I'm, I'm not still... even touching it. I am still property of mayhem as well. There as he is. He's got the from shirt. My shirt from my one-hour T-shirt. Yes. And if you want yours, go to something wrestling pro wrestling slash wms to get all that awesome T-shirt stuff. All of that we, good stuff. And I am property. of That's you right. Guys. And we also have that link right over there on the Wrestling Mayhem Show. I'm your property, sort. Yes, it is. I'm um, your hey, property. Hey, hey, Riz, you belong to me. Mm-hmm. I belong oh, to you. Yeah. You belong to me. It's that song <laughs> yes. that's on all the radios. Yes. All the radios that I see. But you can yes. find out all about us at WrestlingMayhemShow.com, the site where we got all the articles, all the fun stuff, this show, all the ways you can find this show, as well as the uh, SummerSlam Raw and Impact wrap-ups we've been doing with Google Hangout, the Total Divas, Div- Divas Review by... Uh, Mad Mike, and he finds the most uh, interesting pictures of Eva Marie selfies. Um, also, you can uh, check us out. Hey, we're on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, a bunch of other places. Just look up Wrestling Mayhem Show video or audio. Please thumbs us up on YouTube. Leave a comment on Twitter. Share it with your friends. There's a Facebook button if you're listening to us on 
the uh, Stitcher application. And we'll talk a little bit later about some other ways you can get the show. And, of course, drop us a line to that email address that's covered up Good by the logo. Good times. Good times. At WrestlingMayhemShow.com. It's a little... Uh, oh, sorry, I, I put in a new one, so it's, I got to fix that. Uh, you can also drop us a line as Bo Diggity and Matt Carlins, our main sta- mainstream media friend, often do at 412-206-WMS0. We love to hear your voice. And if there's anything... we would, I'd like to get people uh, doing video mails or anything. Just record. You go into YouTube. There's a webcam record button. You can do it right in there. Send Out. us a link. Keep stuff like that in the audio. Please keep that under 30 seconds uh, for a better chance to be he- hearing the entire thing on the air. Think about it. Then say it. And then we'll play it. Uh, so there you go. And with that, let's start the only way we know how with the fan mail. And I understand there was a promise of the first one that's going to be read by Mr. LB. Yep. Yep, it's from our good friend who was unfortunately voted off the island, Bobby F. J. Town. Do you want to explain that, what we've been doing? Because for the people that aren't here live. Well, as as the regular viewers of the show uh, know, we have a a rotating panel um, here on the Wrestling Mayhem show. And what we like to do is, you know, we like to mix it up. Sometimes we don't know how to have on the show. So we throw a live uh, straw poll, straw poll.me. We just throw a live uh, poll into our chat room, and they vote on who they want to see. And this week's winner, just barely edging out, uh, Rizdefer was uh, was Bobby FJ. Now. There he is. Hi. So, but wait, did I say that backwards? Yeah, you said that backwards. That's why I was confused. <laughs> I'm sorry. About- I'm Just barely edging out Bobby F. J. Town was Ristopher, uh, but Bobby sent an email. Sorry, I'm. Uh, I'm going to call myself Ristopher uh, now. Thank you. Like Hick says, your torch has been extinguished, Bobby. <laughs> to be to be fair, all credit where credits due. Uh, Lady Lunchbox came up with Ristopher. That's one of hers. So all right, thank you, Lady Lunchbox. Ready, ready. Greetings, Mayhem Nation. I know what you're all thinking. No! I'm not writing this email from a mental institution after checking myself in due to the events of Sunday night. I was a bit angry when Randy Orton's music hit, and he walked out with briefcase in hand. He was just showing it off, right? Right? He was... Dodged a bullet there. Triple H, no. What you... What have you... What have you done? This is unacceptable. Go back to your... Go to your poorly constructed office that Brock Lesnar destroyed in Stanford, Connecticut. But then I thought about it. I actually got what I wanted. No more bland, boring, out-of-nowhere face Randy Orton. He's free to be the Viper once more. At one time, Randy was one of my favorite wrestlers. This was when he actually had something to do, which he does now. I'm hoping this will lead to a new corporation than WWE and get some of the guys that don't really have anything going on involved. I can see a corporate stable with the likes of Randy Orton, Wade Barrett, Drew McIntyre, and maybe even, dare I say it, a heel Zack Ryder with a corporate makeover. We'll see. Oh. Time will tell. But I'm actually okay with Daniel Bryan chasing the title. I just hope they don't do another union stable with D. Bryan and a few others, though. Unless they call themselves the Teamsters. Also, bring back the only good McMahon, Shane. Till next time, Mayhem Nation, I shall remain Bobby F. J. Town. The F is for funnel cakes sent mm. from my street jacket. <laughs> Bobby, I, I think we were all worried about Bobby Sunday night. 
I'm glad to see you pulled through. It was an emotional experience for most of us. Yeah. But in the end, we were mostly worried about Bobby. <laughs> no, actually, that is true. We were all at we were all at uh, lady lunch boxes, and when when he we were all when at he, lady lunch boxes. Well, the majority of us, <laughs> the, the majority of us who live in Pittsburgh, went to lady lunch boxes, and as soon as he won that title, the first thing we thought of was Bobby F J Town. <laughs> yes. We care about you, Bobby. Awesome. We're here for you. I believe we do we have Bobby. a lady mail that's marked to be read by uh, Amon. Is that right? Yes, the lady mail. Let's do this. <clears throat> hmm. Dear the Wrestling Mayhem Show, the deck is stacked against Daniel Bryan with the McMahons, Brad Maddox, Triple H, Randy Orton, and The Shield all working together. Plus, nobody on the ramp budged to help him. Therefore, I'm thinking Debry has one ally he can turn to. William Gatdam Regal. <laughs> or do you think he'll go it alone, full on Austin, don't trust anybody mode? Sting. Speaking of Sting. <laughs> no. It's like one no. man I can trust. The Sting. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Speaking of modes and Maddox, beef mode, Brad, should be the new Batista if evolution gets reformed, right? <laughs> I just want to see his kick boots again. Maybe he's, I brought, uh, sorry, I'm thinking maybe he's the new Randy Orton? Hmm. Guy that maybe shouldn't be there but is, but we're going to give him a push? Does that make Triple H the new Ric Flair? Uh, well, I think it's obvious he is if they did want that direction. Nah. I have brought with me yet another poem because I'm far too generous with my genius. You're welcome. Again, name the specific type of poem and you win a pizza. Mm. Let me see if I can do this better than last week. By the way, she says new Randy Orton is Bo Dallas. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) With the poem! With the poem. Read it. The Wrestling Mayhem shows in my fate five. Wait, no. It's my all-time number one show. Tuesday on Sorgatron Media Live... Harass the hosts, then make them break their flow. Mad Mike, Thriss, Little Eamon, Lunchbox, yay! There's J-Town Bobby, Bo Diggity, woo! Can't forget Wheels, Chachi, all these dudes cray. Sorg hurts these cats, it's like Prograps the View. The Indie Minute, remember when rules, and all the yells... And insults make it great. If you don't like it, you top list of fools. It's my quick stop for Randy Orton hate. The end, man. I hope everything rhymes. Send send mail into the show. Care of good times. And oh, I did not pre-read this word. <laughs> your your obstrepery. Jesus Christ. Your obster your obstreperous pal leg kick TKO. And Did you just call her a stripper? That and the definition of know. that. I'm sorry. Is, it's like speaking uh, French and saying it's an adjective, uh noisy and difficult to control. <laughs> uh quote, the boy is cocky and obstreperous. 
something like that. I, you know, the whole thing you're reading that I just picture this video that we should make of LB walking onto the green screen, which is all blacked out, reading it. Uh, you know, again, coffee stop style, and walking off, and that's our new ad for the show. No, no saying, there needs just... to be a a classic chair for him to sit in. Oh, oh, there's something I forgot. Oh. There we go. All right, excellent, excellent. Oh, oh, I, I know what kind of poem it was. What is it? Rhyming. <laughs> <laughs> Pizza, please. There you go, there you go. I don't think you can deny that one. So with that, we got another email from Dustin, our new emailer from last week. He, 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 hi, Dustin. Yeah, hi, Dustin. Welcome back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Among other things, he says, SummerSlam proved why it is considered one of the big four pay-per-views. Uh, I could literally hear Eamon throw his remote through his television after Trip screwed the IWC. <laughs> All the way from Texas, man. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to talk about something in that email later. Maybe we can Okay, okay, we'll get to that. We'll Maybe get we that. can have a discussion on that in the round. Texas covers a vast distance between Corpus and Midland, but the sounds of his sobs echoed across the desert. Good job, WWE. You've managed to recreate an attitude area swerve. Stuff that matters this week. Number one, question number one, uh, which was more shocking moment? Tito Ortiz turning on um, uh, main event Mafia or the Trips Orton double turn? Uh, calm down. That wasn't a legit question. Yeah, we're going WWE with that one, right, guys? Uh, I, I'm going to say Tito Ortiz because he really looks like a penis, and that's really shocking to me. Okay. <laughs> that sounds about right. Number two, if WWE wants uh, Vincent Kennedy McMahon to be the face and trips to be the heel, how the fuck do they turn Vince face? Yep, they're not doing that. Nope, I don't think they're doing that, really. <laughs> No, I think I think this was this, turned, this was written before Raw. This was this was written before Raw. Um, I have a theory about that. I think they are they yeah. might down the line, Could but be. we'll it's, get into that a little. So weird, everybody's all of a sudden on the same page, right? Uh, yeah, I like three, it. which was worse looking botch? Which was a worse looking botch? My, my apologies. Cena trying to Styles clash Brian or Saban trying to give Bully a Hurricanrana? What? Uh, I don't again. This was what happens in TNA. This was done before Raw. It's done before Raw. Yes, and and Sin Cara wins it all. Uh, P.S. The correct answer to the Rikishi Xbox question was Keech, because Xbox is a walking petri dish full of venereal disease. Oh, China. <laughs> yes, Christopher. Christopher, you have an email to read. I have an email to read. <clears throat> Hello, Mayhemers. It's the exciting return of Logan, a.k.a. that guy who sent you the pictures of Japanese WWE. Nice. I remember you. Hi, well, hi. Well, I was looking <laughs> at the Japanese site a little more and saw some more material, and now that I have more time. I was wondering if you guys want me to send them weekly, sort of like a segment. That was all one, that was all one sentence. That's fine, that's fine. Don't, don't. Ah. He gets Japanese, well, leave the grammar alone. Leave him alone. All right. Well, <laughs> goodbye, and remember... There's a lot of dots. I'm the shock master. 
I love it. I love that Sora can't let like the awkward silence happen. No, no, because it was a, it's a visual gag, and we don't have the visual. It's supposed to be read like an email, Sorg. Uh, I'm reading it, and it says, "Well, goodbye, and remember." Dot 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 dot. I don't want to say dot, so I let it go. <laughs> I'm make. I'm making. I'm, saying it, I'm we making need it to sound convey, like. And I think this is us. a. I, I thought you know. We can't just Tom have. If you leave blank space on a podcast, they think there's something wrong with their app. Trust me, I get that all the time on the Merlin Man shows. Buy the app. There you go. Dollar ninety nine. Dollar ninety nine. Uh, excellent. We got more. We got more. Uh, I'll do this quick one. By the way. By the way. Yes, you should. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes, you should, definitely. Moving on. Mayhem! Did you guys notice Punk was wearing Wolverine colors for his match against Brock? Cool stuff, huh? Later's Mayhem. Zero out. Didn't notice. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I can't believe I didn't notice that. I didn't know oh, that was a separate I, I email. Heard. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but, yeah. Uh, LB, I believe you got one. I do indeed. Mm-hmm. We're going to do things a little differently this week. Okay. We're not going to do it in Russian. We're going to next week. We're going to have some different music. Okay. We're just going to read it straightforward this week. Okay. And then every week afterwards, it will be read in a different accent. <laughs> I like this week's it. accent yes. is American. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. It's me. It's me. It's at Big PPC. What it is, Mayhem Crew. White guy, American. (laughs) (laughs) Mayhem Crew. (laughs) I knew that Randy Orton was going to cash in. For fuck's sake, that was bullshit. The game... Did for the business and his family, huh? Fucking D. Bryan is the best thing going. Guess we get to see him chase title. Fuck Randy Orton. Wyatt family is fantastic. Shield is doing fucking great. We the people still doing well. Darren Young wins a match. Holy hell! Punk and Brock match of year, or maybe Cena versus Brian, defiantly great. That's not right. Questions. <laughs> it works. That, that, I know, right. but I'm reading it as it's typed. It actually works that way. Who will Wyatt family go after next? Maybe Kane will join them. Will Debry get next shot at Orton or someone else? Who will get next shot at Del Rio? RVD maybe. Till next time, it's been me. It's at Big PPC Fan of the Year, I think. Sent from my iPhone. Uh, and this, was, this wasn't sent after Raw, or I can't remember. This was no, sent this after was, Raw. This was, was sent after. Okay. Sent yeah, today. I think it's. I think it's pretty obvious. RVD is the next in line. With that, yep. Ricardo's next to him. Oh boy! Because RVD is the voice of the Hispanic people. Yes, he is. Why not? Sure, sure, it's why not? Quattro Evente. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, I, I think there could be fun, some fun skits with that. Uh, why family you they go after next? I think it's going to be the story of them and Kane. Maybe they'll go after somebody with that. Um, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious it's going to come back. Kane's going to be part of them or converted or something, right? Uh, right. I, I mean, does anybody else have any other thoughts on that? Of where they could be going? 
I think that? before too long we're gonna have the Wyatt ver- the Wyatt family versus the Shield. Maybe, maybe. Shackrider somewhere down yet. the line. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, they could do a heel heel thing. Maybe, maybe that could be in your battleground match. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I Yoshi think the Shield's Tatsu. more caught up in what the whole McMahon corporate thing is going to be. I think they're going to yeah. be focused in that direction, and then maybe get thrown in with like a Mark Henry or a Big Show or something like that. Yeah, yeah. One of two things will happen. First, either Zack Ryder will <sighs> be taken next, or Zack Ryder will fight uh, Ryback because he is in catering. I'm 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 leaning towards the second. <laughs> I I, the I, I want the first, but it's probably going to be the second. I just want to see Zack Ryder heal. Can I can I go back to I love we have factions again. Yes. Even though even they're different levels, we got we do have three and three MB or just the band if you want to go by that. We have the Wyatt family. We have the Shield. We have kind of this corporate thing going on, which is kind of ingrating the shield. Um, I, I, I could see maybe this RVD and uh, show and Henry thing becoming a thing long term. Obviously, show and Henry is going to be. Um, it could mm. be fun. It could be fun. Um, will Debray get the next shot at Orton? Yeah, I think it's going to come around to that. I, I, mm-hmm. I hope not. Really? What? I think it would be more... because well, I think it would be more interesting if we're going to have this whole thing of Debray and you know, chasing the championship to sort of, and if, you know, if Randy Orton is being backed by the guys that have, like, most of not all the power on the show, mm-hmm. like, they're going to give it to somebody that, I, 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 obviously they're not giving it to Cena because he's out, but I think they can find somebody that could take that spot at that next pay-per-view that really, I mean, it's not a big pay-per-view, so it's not going to mean too much, you know, but... They need to let D. Bryan sort of fight a bit more to get that next shot. Exactly. In my opinion. I, I think if they just said, yeah, we're going to give D. Bryan the next title shot, but we're going to try to find a way to screw him over, I don't think it'll be as interesting. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and I want to point out a couple of uh, fan interaction things that are happening currently uh, via the chat room. Uh, uh, other straw polls are popping up during the show. <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, first one, I gave it a little bit of time here. It's only got a few votes, but maybe they'll get some more. Uh, one, I think Leg Kick put this up. Who is the worst? Vince McMahon, Triple H, Randall Keith Orton, or Stephanie McMahon? Uh, we got two votes for Vince, one for Trips, and uh, one for uh, Orton. <laughs> and another I'm going to find that poll and vote for Triple H. And another right one came up. Uh, which uh, should be next week's... What, what should uh, next week's accent be? Uh, we have Australian, Mexican, Chinese, and Wookiee. I'm making a vote for Wookiee. <laughs> Wookiee. And I'm going to vote. And let's see what's winning. Wookiee has six votes. Uh, so there you go. Uh, if, if you want to join those in, uh, if you're not in there now, uh, join us live, or you want to jo- tune in here after 9 p.m. Eastern time live.sorgatronmedia.com and you also can make some fun pools we can um, we can post those on uh facebook yeah too. you can put those on facebook guys go ahead and facebook. put those on facebook if you want uh we'll see about tweeting them here in the break uh but in the meantime i do want to touch base something going on here at sorgatron media uh we want you guys to sign up for that mailing list 
uh, the, the, we, we got this awesome mailing list going through MailChimp, so you can have everything all in one place, updated weekly of what's going on with Sorgatron Media. We got it's not just a wrestling mayhem show. We do the awesome cast. We do insert coin to begin uh, dot com, which is an entire site where the guys like Riz, uh, Chachi, even Eamon had a little bit in there. We'll get to that a little bit later. Eamon uh, did video games. Did everybody. video game stuff. Well, we'll talk about that a little sort later. Of. Great stuff. <laughs> Unsung, the nonprofit news show we're doing. Uh, we got blogs. We got all kinds of stuff. Uh, just chair shot reality shoots we've been doing all summer and a little bit a little peaks here and there of projects coming up including documentaries and, and things that are going on around the Sorgatron Media universe. Sign up now uh, new subscribers uh, if you go over there to SorgatronMedia.com or if you're over there on live.sorgatronmedia.com it's right at the top but there's a button on the right that says uh, Sorgatron Media in your mail or your inbox excuse me go and click that sign up for that or if you see the tweet uh, click that link too we tweet the, uh, the newsletter every uh, Wednesday afternoon along with mailing it out to you guys so go check that out, please. Uh, but uh, if you're a new subscriber, you have a chance to win the WWE's Greatest Stars of the 90s. And, you know, who didn't like something in the 90s? They got everybody on here. Nash, Hart, Flair, Foley, Hogan, Triple H, uh, Austin Rock, Undertaker, all on this DVD. It's a big three-disc set. I think Mad Mike was was uh, uh, attesting to this is an awesome Awesome set of matches, so go check that out. Um, so sign up, and one of you guys is going to be receiving this guy right here. And we're probably going to give that about another week or so uh, before we uh, pull the drawing for that. So in the in the meantime, uh, let's go over LB. You're going to tell me about wonderful product that we've been uh, talking about on the show lately. Absolutely. Mayhemers, I want to have a quick conversation with you about pleasure. You deserve it. You've had a hard day at work. Your life is, um, well, it's great because you listen to the Wrestling Mayhem Show. So you should take care of yourself, and you shouldn't be ashamed of it. What you should do is go head on over to WrestlingMayhemShow.com every time and click on the banner. You know the one, the best-looking banner on the website, and head through to the Fleshlight website. There are so many different toys, so many things to take care of yourself with. Lubes, if you're, uh, if you're part of a couple... There are toys for both of you. Share and share alike. Need something to get the engine going? They have plenty of pornography and, of course, the world-famous Fleshlight. Take a moment. Head to WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Click on that banner. Go to Fleshlight. Place your order. Tell them the Wrestling Mayhem Show and DJ Lunchbox sent you. Excellent. And with that, uh, we did a great interview uh, last week uh, with... Mike Kingston returning the show uh, from Headlocked, the comic book. He's got a great Kickstarter we're going to hear about right now. Apologies, had a little problem with the video. It's a little sketchy, uh, but the audio is all intact, so listen to that. Check out more about Headlocked right here. They say your dreams don't die until you give up on them. What began as a typical pro wrestling contest suddenly went very, very wrong. But how do you know when it's time to let them go? My name is Mike Hartman. A year ago, I was just a normal college kid. Good friends, decent grades, bright future. And I walked away from it all to chase the bright lights and the big stage of professional wrestling. Six months ago, I got off a bus in Philadelphia ready to make my dream a reality. I failed miserably. 
I've been conned. I've been beaten. I've been broken. Is it time to let this dream die? Holding you tight Cause my angels get slayed by The demons of the night Right now I'm in Texas A place called The Last Territory No money, no job, no friends But for the first time in a long time I have hope When you're chasing a dream Sometimes that's all you need my name is Mike Hartman, and I'm not ready to give up on this dream. I will be a professional wrestler. Hey guys, it's Sorg coming at you from the past here. We're actually filming this last Friday. Uh, and uh, you just saw the ad for uh, the trailer for the new Headlock comic. And we got the man on the line to tell us more about it. We got Mike Kingston of Headlocked. Good to see you. Hey, good. Thanks for having me. So tell us about uh, the new project. Well, first, uh, give us a little bit of background. There was a little bit in the demo, but uh, tell me uh, where the headlock concept uh, came from, uh, from people that maybe haven't caught you here on the show or maybe haven't discovered uh, uh, Headlock yet. Um, headlock is a story about a kid who's a theater major in college that falls in love with wrestling and he quits school, and it's sort of his journey through the wrestling business is uh, – as he learns the wrestling business, you kind of learn it through his eyes. And because he's, uh, you know, a theater major, we're sort of examining wrestling, I guess, through the eyes of a performance artist. But uh, at the same time, it's sort of the, uh, you know, the girl gets off the bus in Hollywood kind of thing, where he's uh, navigating the underbelly of the business, trying to get to the bright lights in the big stage. Mm-hmm. I always thought that was an interesting concept, that it was a theater major that, that, that saw like, you know, the magic of you know, pro wrestling. I thought that, you know, a lot of times I think pro wrestling is kind of thing thought of as a, a dumbed down kind of form of entertainment. Um, I heard someone call it a cultural skid mark the other a day. A cultural skid mark. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. you know, some of the presentation, I guess, leaves a little bit to be desired. But but, 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 what, but how did you come about this concept of, of, of a theater major like this? Well, you know, I mean, I've been a wrestling fan my whole life, and... Uh, I think a lot of times, I think when you see something through someone else's eyes, I think you get a different appreciation for it. And I think, you know, ultimately when it's all said and done, I think I want Headlock to be my defense of my wrestling fandom. Mm -hmm. And we're sort of doing that by, you know, looking at the craft of wrestling, you know, as an art form and sort of the artistic soul of wrestling. And I, and I get what it looks like on the surface, you know, to somebody who hasn't loved it their whole lives. I mean, it probably looks fairly ridiculous, but I think that there's, there's more than one way you can tell stories with wrestling. Um, I mean, there's a lot of different things to it. It's just been underrepresented and underutilized, I think. Mm -hmm. So tell me about the new project. This is a, it sounds like it's the next chapter for this guy, right? Yeah, we're uh, we're heading into the future just a just a little bit um, beyond where we left him, and uh, we're gonna explain how we got there in mm-hmm. the course of time. Um, 
you don't need to have read any of the earlier headlock stuff um, to be able to follow this book. But uh, he finds himself in Texas, and uh, the place is called the Last Territory, and it's built around a like a hyper regional uh, superstar. Um, there's a guy who he won a high school football championship for his team in Texas. Um, you know how high school football is down there. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in that one town, he's like a God, but it doesn't mean anything anywhere else. So he stays there and it's, it's the one place that still has draws enough of a fan base beyond like the, uh, you know, the WWE style fed in the, in the book. So he's there and it's an old school, you know, it's an old school territory. And, uh, at the same time, like they use it for, uh, they use it for developmental. So you sort of have this mashup with old school territorial wrestling with uh, sort of you know new school corporate wrestling politics and uh, such. So we're we're hitting it from all different sides, and uh, I think it's going to create a lot of cool, uh, cool moments and stories and such out of that as he navigates his way through it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Now, you have a Kickstarter going for this one. Uh, looks like it's real close to the goal. As of this recording, uh, it's at uh, uh, just over $15,000 of your uh, 16000 goal, and you still got 28 days to go. Yeah, you know, um, the funding is good. I mean, obviously, we need funding, but ultimately, what I, what I want from this is I want people to, to want to read this book, and, you know, it's always hard. In the comic book world, it's hard to – well, it's hard to – you know, there have been so many horrible wrestling comics. So a lot of times mm-hmm. people don't understand wrestling. They're just like, oh, it's another wrestling comic. No one's going to buy this. So this Kickstarter for me is a number that proves marketability that I could take to publishers and retailers and distributors and say, hey, look, this is what I did without you. So mm-hmm. um, we're trying to – you know, if you want to read this book – the, the book that we're, we're doing and the incarnation that we're offering it on Kickstarter is only available on Kickstarter. And we're doing that as an incentive to get as many people to, to back it and to essentially order the book as possible. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And, and, and this isn't the first, uh, definitely not the first uh, Kickstarter wrestling really that we've seen. Uh, we, we've had uh, Kenny Pickett uh, doing his album. He, he did Chicago and Ring of Honor music. Uh, was successful and, and actually the album's out. I just listened to a little bit of the other day. Um, you're, you're seeing films and everything. Um, is, is, so is Kickstarter really kind of that thing to find like the niche like wrestling fans or certain types of wrestling fans then? I mean, it seems like it's been pretty successful for you so far. And for some other projects, I mean, I think it's for. I mean, I think it's for anything. Like, I mean, it's it's been great for comics too. Um, I think when you people the the gatekeepers to distribution are pretty much, you know, the people that decide what you see. You know, you always think it's the content makers and whatever, but it's not. It's the people who who hold the keys to distribution. I mean, you can make the greatest movie in the world, but if it can't get into theaters, you know, mm-hmm. it's the same thing for Headlocked. I mean. It's a great book, and people have liked it. But if you can't get on shelves, people can't see it. So, ultimately, the you know over the last few years in entertainment, there's been a trend that you know people don't want to do anything beyond sequels and remakes and reboots, and it's just all you know more of the same. So, I think if you have an original idea, Kickstarter is a great way to prove marketability. You put it out there, and you see if people are interested. And if people are interested, you know, hopefully. Hopefully you can build something from there, but it's uh, 
I think it's great. And I mean, I think it's great. People get upset when celebrities use it, but I think it's great <laughs> that, you know, when anybody uses it, because I know it's not easy to get, to get the people to, uh, you know, who are in charge of that sort of thing to let people, uh, original ideas out anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of democratized it. And it's, 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 it's like the, 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 the definite put your money where your mouth is when it comes to Kickstarter as far as voting, right? Yeah, um, I mean, you know, for, and I think for what we've tried to do is, like I said, we tried to make it, we've tried to give people something cool to support us, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, if you could, if they support the Veronica Mars movie, I mean, you can go to the theater and see the Veronica Mars movie <laughs> after it comes out if you don't support it, but, you know, for us, we tried to make something that you can only get, um, mm-hmm through here is it do you think it's an advantage as somebody is you know currently undergoing a kickstarter do you think it's an advantage to have something that physical thing to put in somebody's hand or even they got the digital version they have something some work afterwards versus something like the veronica mars movie where great that gets put out but we didn't like give you a copy of it and i honestly i can't speak to without knowing what the rewards were but i think i mean i think definitely people should get something i mean and there have been i mean obviously Mm -hmm. there's different rewards there's so, Thanks in the credits or something, right? Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, I think. I mean, I think you can do it that way if you have something that's a, an established property like that, or if you have fame or a name attached. But I know a fairly famous comic book writer had put out a Kickstarter and did not offer the book as an incentive, and it failed. Mm-hmm. So, hey, well, why would you do it at that point, right? Right. I mean, I think uh, you know, for us, it almost functions like a pre-order mechanism. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not a you know, I mean, more people are going to see this than they would see in Diamond, and more people are more, you know, apt to give it a, a good look, you know, than if it was in preview. So this kind of, you know, it gives us an opportunity to to bring our project to the people. Awesome. Now, uh, tell me, you have a lot of uh, interesting names involved in this project. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, we well, uh, Jerry Lawler's doing the cover. Um, you know, he's done a couple of covers for us in the past. Mm-hmm. And he's sort of the regular cover artist on the book. Um, and then we uh, recruited some other friends to help out. Um, we have uh, Rob Van Dam, uh, Hurricane Helms, and Christopher Daniels contributing short stories to the book. Nice. And Beth Phoenix, Ken Anderson, and Sin Bodhi are contributing some art to the book as well. We have Jill Thompson contributing some art. Um, we have uh, a couple other people uh, in comics as well that are, uh, you know, working with, uh, Rob and Shane and Chris. So everybody that's associated with the book is passionate about wrestling and comics. And, you know, a lot of these people have just wanted to help out because I think they realized that the book, yeah, I think the book deserves a bigger audience and they're trying to help me get it. Am I seeing this right? It looks like you have an artist involved that worked on the, the awesome CM Punk, uh, I don't know what you call it, the, uh, angelic shirt, I guess. Yeah, that's uh, that's Jill Thompson. She's a fairly famous, uh, she's a pretty famous comic book writer. Uh, awesome, her artist, writer and artist. But uh, she worked on Sandman. Uh, she has her own property called Scary Godmother, um, and uh, Piece of Burden, and some other things. I mean, she's she's had a heck of a career, but she's a huge wrestling fan. Uh, she's designed some gear for Daniel Bryan. She designed CM Punk shirts, um, and yeah, she's uh, she's doing the chapter breaks for the book. Um, she's fully painted. So, nice. uh, you know, Jerry's doing the cover and then in between we're, we're doing five chapters of headlock in this, uh, in this book that we're funding. So she's going to do uh, fully painted chapter breaks. 
All right. Well, you, you sold me on the concept. Let's pretend that I uh, have not already put down as a packer for this. Uh, sell me on the levels. What can you get? Uh, give me kind of a, a quick summary of uh, uh, you know what do you get for your money uh, as a backer for this thing? Um, we have some uh, some strong digital. The the lower tiers are obviously mostly digital goals. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get the book at uh, fifteen dollars. And uh, at 20, you can pretty much you get 300 pages of digital content. At uh, 25, you can get the physical book. Um, 35, it's signed by Jerry. And then it goes up from there. We have some higher tiers where you can be drawn into the book as a character. Uh, what else? Uh, yeah, we have, you can be drawn in as a character. You can get sketches from Jerry. You can get sketches from our artist. Um, we have a lot of, there's definitely something for every budget. And, uh, there's uh, a little something different for you know we have t-shirt too that people uh, people have been digging so yeah I love you know. I, I, didn't, I I think I didn't even catch this t-shirt before that's a uh, that's an awesome old school uh, uh, look for it yeah we thought it would be just kind of a fun uh, a fun thing to do uh, you know beyond uh, you know the books obviously kind of dark and gritty and whatever mm-hmm. but uh, we thought it would be kind of fun to contrast that with a with like a 60s style comic book cover t-shirt. Awesome. All right. Um, well, I can't have you on the Mayhem Show without asking the big question. I don't think you've been on since we started asking this one. So this is kind of our uh, kind of Mayhem Show personality test. All right? All right. So are you ready for this? I'm absolutely ready for it. The big question is, if you could be any vegetable, what would it be? Hmm. Any vegetable, huh? That's a, that's a tough one. Um... I think uh, I think I'd have to go with uh, with onions. I think I'd be an onion. Why an onion? Because you know, eventually I'll make you cry. <laughs> Awesome. Mike Kingston joining us here on the Mayhem Show. Uh, and again, uh, check it out at headlockedcomic.com. Your Twitter, of course, is Headlock Comic. Um, I know you. They, is a good one to follow, uh, and you, you see him around a lot of the cons. I know I just spot, spotted you at uh, uh, WrestleCon this past uh, year. Sure, and we've done uh, we did Florida SuperCon in uh, in July, which is a fantastic show. Oh my god, I can't even tell you how much fun that is. Um, San Diego Comic Con we did. I just nice. did Wizard Chicago last week, and uh, I have Baltimore Comic Con uh, coming up in September. Baltimore. Baltimore was a fun one. I was there two or three years ago, I think. That's a nice, nice big one. And then uh, New York Comic Con in October with Jerry again. Nice. Nice. Go check them out. Friend of the Mayhem Show, now let's hop over to the Indie Minute. Thanks, Sorg, for that uh, great interview with one Mike Kingston over at Headlock. Uh, an update to uh, from when that interview was recorded. Uh, Mike Kingston actually did make his goal, uh, and it's you know big congratulations go out to him. But uh, keep donating, keep contributing because you know all, every little bit helps. Uh, and yeah, uh, big congrats go out to um, Mr. Mike Kingston. Uh, and now it's time for our favorite segment and by our favorite segment i mean my favorite segment no one else's favorite segment it's the indie minute my favorite segment is it your favorite segment i have angry red erection so i think that means it's my favorite segment thank thank you for lying to me uh it's the indie minute for this week (laughs) time to talk about the wrestling that no one cares about but you probably should because it's really awesome 
so the first thing I want to talk about this week is uh, a couple events that are coming up this weekend. Uh, the first, uh, if you're into some women's professional wrestling, go check out Shine Wrestling. They're holding their 12th event in Ybor City, Florida, and also on iPay-Per-View at ShineWrestling.com. Uh, on the 23rd, uh, at their last event, at their one-year anniversary, they crowned their first uh, Shine champion in Reign. Uh, at this event, they will have a three-way match between Jessica Havoc, uh, Mia Yim, and Ivelisse. Uh, and the winner of that match will go on later tonight, uh, later in that night to uh, face Reign in the first defense of that championship. There's going to be a ton of really great female wrestling stars from all over the country competing uh, for Shine Wrestling. And uh, Shine delivers a really great product. Uh, you can get the iPay-Per-View at www.live.com. Uh, and, you know, you, you can buy it and you can watch it later. I, that sort of availability you get with iPay-Per-Views. Uh, and, yeah, I definitely encourage you to check them out because Shine is definitely putting on some great women's wrestling and uh, showcasing that style to uh, a larger audience. So, uh, like I said, if you're in the Ybor City, Florida area uh, around Tampa, uh, go to ShineWrestling.com to get tickets. If not, you can also order it on iPay-Per-View at WWNLive.com. Uh, speaking of iPay-Per-Views, uh, Wrestling Is has a weekend of events and a weekend of iPay-Per-Views. Uh, August 24th, Wrestling Is Fun will be doing an iPay-Per-View, and then the next night, August 25th, Wrestling Is Cool will be doing an iPay-Per-View. Both of those are avail available on Smartmark Video On Demand. That's smvod.com. Uh, you can buy those pay-per-views. I believe they're only like $9.99, or I, I think... They're either $9.99 or $15. I don't remember exactly what they're doing with the iPay-Per-Views. Uh, but they're very, you know, very inexpensive for the product. <laughs> These videos are amazing, though. <laughs> are they? <laughs> you see this? Wrestling is Fun Event Center, and they're showing um, old WWF clips of Greg the Hammer yeah. Valentine. Yeah, Greg Valentine runs down the card for uh, Wrestling is Oh, fun. no! <laughs> yeah. That is so messed up. It is messed up because wrestling's fun, and I guess Greg the Hammer Valentine's also fun. Uh, but they actually have a really good card. Uh, uh, if they put on a lot of really, really great, talented stuff uh, for the Wrestling Is promotions, and you're sort of seeing like in the Wrestling Is promotion, you're just, you're seeing a continuation of what's going on. Kara, you're seeing some of the storyline progression that came at the end of the Mario pay per view, which sort of ended Chikara in a sense. Um, and they're doing some really interesting stuff and fun shows. And it's not, that's not just a pun on the name of one of the companies, but they're doing some fun shows and, uh, they're definitely worth your money and they've got tons of great talent that I encourage you to, uh, check out. Uh, I know for the August 24th show in Easton, Pennsylvania for wrestling is fun, uh, for the banana championship, uh, Amasis takes on Oleg the Usurper. We have the special envoy taking on the devastation corporation. Uh, Dasha Hatfield uh, in a grudge match with Mr. Touchdown. Big capper to a long feud that went on in Shakara. Uh, there's even uh, female action. Uh, Portia Perez versus Heidi Loveless. Uh, tons of great stuff. And then the next night uh, in New Jersey, I believe it's Deptford, Depth New Jersey, for wrestling is cool. Uh, the return of the Osirian Portal uh, after the uh, year-and-a-half-long feud. They are finally reuniting uh, at wrestling is cool. So, uh, like I said, if you aren't in the area for those events because you're too far away for whatever reason, check them out on iPayPerView, smvod.com. Uh, yeah, and Alex mentions in the chat room, uh, also if you're looking for the continuation of these Chikara videos and, you know, the, the continuation of these storylines, check out uh, these uh, videos going around, these uh, Ashes videos, uh, because they're pretty interesting. 
uh, and they may shed some light on what's going on in Chikara. So uh, definitely be on the lookout for them and check out uh, what they're all about. Uh, and the next thing that I want to talk about, uh, I closed out the dock. Holy shit. It's $5 uh, that was wrestling. Dumb move on my part. I'm sorry? $5 oh, yes, $5 wrestling. wrestling. Alex brought this up to me, actually. Uh, $5 wrestling has a va- an event on the 8th. Uh, they're big, uh, of course, only $5. Some of the best pro wrestling. Uh, it, it, no, it. shut your mouth. I, I, I said best. I said best pro <laughs> you wrestling. You said it like it's a question. I there think, is no they're, they're, other wrestling than $5 wrestling. That may be a lie. <laughs> you are a lie. Continue. Yeah, but no, $5 Wrestling, uh, Coco Bain and Margot Rosa's project. Um, the main event, big, or excuse me, uh, Freight Train, friend of the Wrestling Mayhem Show, Freight Train. Mm-hmm. String um, Bean. He's defending the $5 uh, Wrestling Championship against Big Donnie. Uh, and there should be some fun stuff. Uh, some of the fallout between him, uh, Freight Train and Jake Manning from WrestleCon. Uh, it should be interesting to see. Uh, so, yeah, go to, I believe it's uh, highspots.com is where you can order the uh, iPay-Per-View. And also, uh, for $5, $5, $5 Wrestling.com has a button as well. They do. They have the button on there as well. Uh, but I know it's like it's it's, it's through Highspots is what I mean. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, so yeah, go check them out, $5 Wrestling, and pay your $5 and uh, watch Freight Train and Big Donnie do stuff. Um, and the... Uh, Next thing I want to talk about is an event not too far off, and yeah, it's a little self-promotion and all, but uh, two weeks away from the uh, second show for Inspire Pro uh, out in Austin, Texas, the event that I uh, am fortunate enough to commentate on. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to talk about it, whatever. Um, there's uh, <laughs> This card looks really, really good. Uh, three-way match in our main event. Uh, the winner joins Davey Vega and a third person to crown our first champion in an upcoming show. That's one man, Mike Dale, Jojo Bravo, and Bolt Brady. Uh, we'll also see friend of the Wrestling Mayhem show, Ricky Starks, who we had on a couple weeks ago, to talk about his, uh, his uh, bitter hatred with uh, the Ryback. Uh, mm-hmm. He is taking on Sean Vex. Uh, Scott Summers is taking on friend of the Wrestling Mayhem show, Ray Rowe, in what should be a very, very Scott great matchup. Uh, there's a lot of the best talent in Texas competing, a lot of new names that a lot of people don't know about. We'll be showing what they can do, and I think it's going to be a really fun time. So you can go to inspireprowrestling.blogspot.com to get the tickets for that event. They're $10 each. Uh, Also, uh, the Marchesa Theater, which is where uh, the event's being held, just recently got their liquor license. So if you're interested, come down, get a beer, and go watch some uh, great professional wrestling uh, at the Marchesa Theater September 1st uh, in Austin, Texas. So definitely check that out. And finally, uh, IWC. Uh, I believe Sorg uh, wanted me to mention some stuff about IWC. What's going on? Yep, there's a uh, lot going on this weekend. It's a double shot weekend for the International Wrestling Cartel over IWCWrestling.com. Uh, if you go there, you can check out if you're in the Pittsburgh area, if you're in the West Virginia and Ohio area, uh, there's Cage Fury, one of the big uh, shows of the year. Uh, two big cage matches, friends of the show, John McChesney versus Don Castle for the heavyweight belt, and Facade versus Anthony Nice for the Super Indie belt, both cage matches. Uh, friends of the show, uh, Super Hentai versus Justin Idol in a Loser Leaves IWC match. Uh, Justin uh, Justin Labar, who I've been working with, Chair Shot Reality, is going to have a segment there, and he is calling out Zima Ion uh, from TNA. Uh, of course, you know, homegrown guy, formerly Shima Zion from IWC. So so that is going to be a crazy show. Also, 
uh, which this is going to be pretty good. Uh, ROH Tag Team Champion Bobby Fish is going to be taking on friend of the show we were just talking about for Inspire, uh, Ray Monroe, Ray Rowe. Uh, that's going to be a, a crazy that's match. That's going to be awesome. And I, 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 I got to see those two wrestle at the Ring of Honor show in San Antonio, and it was pretty amazing. So. Yeah, yeah. And, and on top of that, I don't even think I'm not, I cannot confirm if this is going to be on the DVD. I know the big uh, statement for this when he was talking about on Chair Shot last week was no cameras. Uh, he was very adamant of what is said here stays here. Uh, there's going to be a pre-show uh, uncensored uh, uh, Q&A with Mark Madden. Uh, so uh, if you have mm. anything to ask him about his WCW days and his encounters and Ric Flair and the click and everything, uh, this is your chance if you're in the Pittsburgh area. Uh, so uh, there you go. That's at the uh, uh, in Elizabeth, PA at the Court Time Sports Center. And then the next day, they're returning... For Mountain State Madness 5 in Newell, West Virginia, uh, nearby the hometown of Zima Ion, of course. Uh, Good old Newell. So, jeez, I don't even know the matches because uh, uh, Cage Fury has been uh, so in the forefront lately. Uh, but they also they always have a lot of crazy stuff there. Uh, I'm going to load her up real quick. Uh, Steel Cage match, Blue Collar. So they're kind of a Steel Cage match there, too. Um, so Blue Damn. Collar. With Blue Collar Slaughterhouse versus Marshall Gambino and a partner of his choice. No idea who that's going to be. Uh, so we're going to see what's going to happen there. Uh, eight-man tag meet team match with uh, Team Big League, which includes Bobby Fish, McChesney, and uh, Nuts and Brooks. And uh, against Castle, again, Ray Rowe, uh, uh, IWC champions Keith Hott and Colin Delaney. Uh, Facade and friend of the show, Andrew Palace for a uh, Super Indie title. Anthony Nice, Logan Shulo. Uh, Sassy Steffi and Nevia. I haven't seen Nevia in for a few years. It's good to see some women's wrestling uh, and more. Justin Labar is going to be there as well. Uh, so lots of stuff happening with the IWC. And uh, so go check that out, IWCWrestling.com. Everything will be on DVD, of course, through Sorgatron Media. And it sounds like it's going to be a fun and crazy weekend uh, with them. And that goes back to Eamon to say... That, my friends... Has been the ending minute for this week. <laughs> thanks, uh, thanks that thanks to Mike Kingston for joining us here. Now uh, we're going to go check out just a little clip of the Wrestling Mayhem Show Gold app, dollar ninety nine in your Amazon App Store as well as your um, uh, 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 iOS App Store. It's not in the Android Store, but I, I have a new Android device, so I can test that. It's really easy to uh, uh, install that uh, Amazon App Store on your Android device. Um, I presume it was I like, have it right here. You sorry. got it right there on your phone. I got it on the Nexus tablet here, uh, so you can go check that out. Again, dollar ninety one. Well, there's Blues Brothers on NES, so uh, dollar ninety one. Right. There so, it is. Special deal. There it is. There it gives beautiful. you quick access to everything we have to offer here. The show. You, I think you went to sleep there or something. No, um, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> and as well as uh, one-touch access to all the social media and connections that we have for this show. Uh, so go check that out. And here's a little clip, and we'll be back with Remember When after a little look at what happened recently with the Renegade Wrestling Alliance. Oh, no. Now everyone's going to know who I vote for. Oh, no. No, we're not. We're going to know who LB We'll favorite. flip it upside down. We'll all close our eyes. All right. No. I got to find. I got to see the. Who's still going to know? Who- cut the tops off. 
easy as pie. Then you take some taco meat that we prepared earlier, thaw it out, mix it with some jalapreezy Indian sauce. Very spicy, very delicious. Almost 9.30. If we don't start this show within the next 10 minutes, I'm going to come to each of your houses and burn them down. Bobby, no. But this is where the studio <laughs> is. Droll Papa Lunchbox here. We're going to take a trip down memory lane. A little segment that we here on the show like to call. Remember when? Remember when? I like to do. Remember when? Do you really want to remember when? Remember. Remember. This week, we saw something very interesting happen on Raw. Uh, two, it, it, it echoed two very uh, 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 familiar factions in the WWE. You had your you had got your Triple H and your Randy Orton echoing Evolution, and you got your McMahon's, of which Triple H is now also one with the Corporation. So this week, the question I'm posing to my friends here on the show is. What are your favorite memories of either the corporation or evolution? Sorg, let's start with you. Um, the corporation, I, I, I keep going back to the uh, joining of the evil corporation uh, was one of my memories. The, it was me all along. Uh, the, the mysterious uh, figure that was behind the whole thing. Which ended Corporate up ministry. The, I like it. What did I say that? Evil corporation. You said the evil oh, corporation. Well, the same thing. Yeah, enough. corporate ministry. That's what yeah, I meant. That's cool. close. Enough. Then it just became this weird mashup of evil characters like the acolytes and and, and Midian and stuff. Just uh, and, and the Mean Street Posse and Big Boss Man. It was like Imagination Land. Kind of was. Kind of was. <laughs> just kind of went together. It was like what? Okay, merger. The corporate ministry. Uh, and naked so I mean, just like okay, that happened. I mean, that's that's one of my memories. But what about you, Eamon? Uh I'm gonna pick Evolution for reasons that I don't have to state. Um, but yeah, uh, I actually really enjoyed Evolution. I thought uh, I actually wish they went on a bit longer than they did uh, because I thought they were a really interesting stable, and they uh, they had enough aspects to them that that sort of highlighted. Uh, the 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 strengths of each person and sort of mm-hmm. hit their weaknesses. I think, mm-hmm. in my opinion, um, one of my personal favorite parts of evolution uh, was when a certain someone who we won't talk about uh, was world heavyweight champion, uh, and uh, they Triple H decided, you know what, I need to get my world heavyweight championship back, and I got to think of something devious to get that championship back. I know. There's a mentally challenged wrestler on our show. I'm going to try to recruit him in Evolution because that's how I'm going to get my world championship back. Did, did you remember the feud between Triple H and Eugene for the I, Evolution? Oh, I, oh, I, I forget yeah. that was a, uh, a a legacy thing. No, no, no. Well, it was an Evolution thing. Or Evolution, um, I'm sorry. 
but yeah, Legacy it of was. The Evil no, I remember it because like Ric Flair was always so pissy about it, and, like would would, would not deal with anything <laughs> bullshit. And I thought it was hilarious. I love, I love the idea of a pissy Ric Flair. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it's into that AKA, later. AKA, that's Ric Flair a hundred percent of the time. Yes, but no, um, it was funny. I just thought it was real. Real funny. It ended in a SummerSlam match between Triple H and Eugene because that's 2004 for you. Um, also, I really enjoyed uh, the ascension of Randy Orton in that stable. Um, a lot of people talk about his heel stuff and talk about like his Viper stuff where he was, you know, doing home invasions with Triple H and all that stuff. Young, uh, like up and coming legend killer Randy Orton, I think was the best he's ever been, in yep. my opinion. Yep. I think it was just great. Even Batista. Awesome, awesome stuff. Batista was, like, Batista was the perfect uh, uh, enforcer, you know, mm-hmm. with that whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, that, that's my personal favorites. Reyes. Tafur. Tafur. Okay. Um, I actually have a twofer for one, and that is the corporation. Uh, first, Gerald Briscoe and Pat Patterson. Whenever they were around, they were brilliant and funny and, you know, sometimes weird. Uh, but it proved a point and it was pretty cool to see. But the main one I want to get to is that we give a lot of shit to Triple H and the, uh, back in the day. Um, but he did some awesome parodies of The Rock. And one of them is when he did the Corporation parody with DX. Mm-hmm. It was him as The Rock. Uh, I think New Age Outlaws were the McMahons. And Vince had two guys kissing his ass, being Pat Patterson and Gerald Briscoe. And is that the one? No. I'm thinking, oh, Shawn Michaels was played by... Uh, that's uh, what's his name? The guy who did Owen Hart. Jason Sensation. Yes, I think he and he kept on dropping the ball. But that that that's the one memory that I have of the corporation that I love is that they were made they were always made fun of, mm-hmm. and they still could kick some ass because they had the Rock, they had all those guys that made the corporation the corporation. Yeah, the corporate champion. So, and who else didn't go? Lunchbox. Lunchbox, yeah. Hi, everybody. Lunchbox, yeah. Um, I'm very glad that I thought uh, Sorg was going to steal mine uh, for a second there. Uh, my favorite memory specifically uh, involves evolution, um, and it was uh, that the most likable Batista ever was mm. in both face or heel scenario was when he bro was breaking away from the group and turning on triple H and, uh, and Ric Flair. Um, I, that was when I was on board the Batista train afterwards. It was just downhill from there. They had that in, very interesting hell in the cell match with all kinds of weapons and stuff. It was good. It was, I, I, I really did genuinely enjoy it. Uh, but really, then Batista went to SmackDown, and it was the rest of his career, in my opinion, just downhill from that point. Definitely. Definitely. It really didn't pick up, I think, until like 
the last few months of his career. <laughs> like when he was being <laughs> Douchey Batista again. Mm-hmm. I love the spotlight. <laughs> awesome. Thanks for that, LB. And let us know your... Uh, I don't think we have anything yet. Let us know your... Uh, 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 you know, remember when, let us know your favorite evolution or corporation moment on Facebook, on Google Plus, or at Mayhem Show on Twitter. I'm going to check in one last time, see if anybody uh, dropped any real quick. Uh, but in the meantime, look like it. Uh, in the meantime, though, uh, remember, you, if you want to support the Mayhem, we got some great stuff. I don't think this, is, this has been up since we talked about last week. There, of course, Riz is sporting the awesome property of WMS, a property of Mayhem shirt right there. That. Check that out. Look at that. Courtesy of Alex Cars, who's been also Smells doing perfect. covers for us as well. You can check out awesome stuff like that over at ProWrestlingTees.com slash WMS for the Wrestling Mayhem Show t-shirt store. While you're there, go get your, your Kevin Steen t-shirts, your Cole Cabana t-shirts, and throw one of ours in the cart as well, including our brand new one. If you love that email that we've been singing for a good six years now, you can get a t-shirt that says... Good times. Good times. Oh, T-shirt. Good times yeah. at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Uh, in the this awesome, I, what, are you, what is this? A, a Fast Times at Ridgemont Back, High yeah. kind of thing. Uh, it, it, that is it, that is awesome. I, I have mine on its way right now. Uh, so go check that out. Go order that. And, and, and support the show. This is the kind of thing we're trying to do. So you guys get cool stuff like this. It supports the show, and we can improve some things. And so, we, we can eat. So I don't mess up another interview video like we did earlier Please in the show. Please feed me. Uh, Please feed us. And we don't we've been have to... On, we've been eating crackers And we don't have to time. stuff people in a hangout because, because the computer Skype machines went down or anything like that. Like we had to do last week. It is all to better the show. Hopefully we can get some new equipment. I need an extra computer down here. So we can improve things and keep going with that. Uh, thanks, so, Obama. Thanks, Obama. Uh, what? Wow. Yeah, I did hurt me. <laughs> and wow. with that, I want to check in with Riz and the crossover he did with Eamon over at InsertCoinToBegin.com. But first, it's the return of Mad Mike's Minute of Mayhem. Greetings, Mayhemers. It's Mad Mike once again with your Minute of Mayhem. Not on the show tonight, obviously, as you can see. I am at a Mets game currently by the time you listen to this, even though I'm not there now. Just think fourth dimensionally, you'll get it. Um, I wanted to talk about the ending segment on last night's Raw. Now, I went into this a little bit on the Raw post-show wrap-up, but Triple H doesn't work as the new Vince McMahon. Because in the 90s, in the attitude era, when Vince and Austin had their fight, Vince never won. Definitely not right away. Austin always got the better of him. And and that's fine. That's how it worked. Because Steve Austin was the guy for us. He was our people. He was the white he was the white collar, the blue collar guy go against the white collar asshole. Daniel Bryan is the 2013 version of that. He is the guy who is on the internet who, you know, vegan 
all all the new new crap that 2013 brings. That is Daniel Bryan. He doesn't care about anything like that. And Triple H doesn't work for that role because since retiring, Triple H hasn't put a single person over. He didn't put Brock over. He didn't put well, he didn't put Taker over because no one really went over in their series of matches. He didn't put Punk over when Punk was the hottest thing in the company, and now he's doing the same to Daniel Bryan. I'm not saying he's the burying person. I'm just saying because of the character that Triple H has been in the past, it doesn't work. You're going to have to sell me really hard that Daniel Bryan can actually do something about this and not in the first night of going against this new corporation. Daniel Bryan just gets bitch slapped the whole time. I said the whole hangout during Raw that he should have come out in a fucking produce truck and sprayed, like, the health shake from his girlfriend, Bree at the entire corporation. That would have made that would have been awesome. Could you imagine the reaction that would have gotten? But no, he just walked out and got his ass kicked. I don't have enough confidence in WWE to be able to change that trend. That's, that's just, I mean, I hope I'm wrong. God, God bless me, I hope I'm wrong. But I don't think we're going to see Daniel Bryan near that WWE Championship until WrestleMania. And I don't think he's going to be the one to take down the corporation. That'll probably be seen. Alright, well, it's been the minute. Peace, bitches. Hey, guys. Thanks, Matt and Mike, for that minute of mayhem and contributing. Uh, there you go. Uh, we'll, we'll get a little bit into that. But first, uh, wait, uh, Eamon, did you have a, something you wanted to mention off of that? Uh, sort of. Well, off of that and off of uh, – there was something that was mentioned in one of the emails before. I don't remember which one. Um, especially wait, coming wait, off of what happened wait, last night. Wait. What? Wait. What? Wait. What? Are what? we getting into the roundtable? No, no. Well, this is just a point I wanted to make. Is this, it's sort of the, ra- sort of the roundtable. Is and- yeah, that's what this is. That—that's the format, LB. Yeah. Okay. Good. Here's the thing: we can roundtable talk about. Okay. So after the uh, the the whole controversy of what happened at SummerSlam and all that stuff, mm-hmm. a lot of people talk about whether it comes to Daniel Bryan winning the championship or Randy Orton winning the championship after screwing Daniel Bryan. A lot of people refer to it as the internet wrestling community, the IWC or whatever either jizzing their pants or getting fucking angry and smashing stuff because, you know, they think Daniel Bryan's getting buried or whatever. This upsets you. You're telling me this upsets it, you. It, 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 it sort of does. It upsets the guy who's talking about I, I think that the point that I have to make is that <laughs> 95% of the people that like professional wrestling are on the internet. The other five are in Nebraska. Moving on. They're not the, uh, there's the fans like us. I respectfully disagree with that, you there, wrestle fans. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. There are fans like us that know, a, I mean, we don't know, but, you know, we we know that this stuff is sort of, you know, done for certain reasons, and, and we have opinions on that and all that stuff. There's also the community of people that are still on the internet who are the people that like are like, yeah, WWE's the greatest. I love Randy Orton. I'm going to, you know... John Cena so hot or whatever like like those like sort of more not as I, I don't want to use the term smart fans because they're fans like all of us but those kind of fans are also on the internet and also everyone was happy that Daniel Bryan won 
and everyone was upset when Daniel Bryan got screwed. Because and, that's what the story is. And where did they go to talk about it? The internet. Exactly. My point, exactly. And so the all, idea of us having an internet wrestling community that solely believes a certain way and is only going to get upset when certain things happen to certain people and gets you know happy when certain things happen to certain people, mm-hmm. I think is a thing that we need to throw by we, the wayside. And it's not going to happen. It's just a thing that I believe is that Got, like people like things people should at least like things because they like things or don't like things because they don't like things and it doesn't matter if they're you know on the internet or whatever like it's it's just what happens we are all a part of the internet wrestling community wrestle fan. He, he's kind of right, right. When, we, when we say the IWC when we say the internet wrestling community we're talking That's... about the the, the the jackasses that are always bitching about like we're talking yeah. about the trolls we're yeah, talking that, about that, this. That, that's not a, that that's is, not the way to go no though. no and that and it's an improper representation but that's the people but, we're smirking about whenever we say something like that we are the internet wrestling community the, the people the people that 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 love total divas get, being all over the place because they think they're hot and they got boobies they're the internet wrestling community now because we're putting the tweets and stuff on TV. Guess exactly. what? You just exploded all that, and now all of that is just a reflection of all the kinds of fans that watch wrestling for all the kinds of reasons. Right. Sorry, Riz. Exactly. But <laughs> what, what I was trying to explain <laughs> is Riz that... is on board. <laughs> Riz, my this should just be a segment Anyways. on the show now called Riz Approves. <laughs> Anyways, what I'm trying to say is that when you have those people and you have the explosion that happened mm-hmm. between excitement and rage, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's that little in between where those wrestling, the, 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 the internet wrestling community that we were all talking about before, mm-hmm. the smart marks, the, yeah. the, the weirdos that go on in the uh, indie res- message boards to complain about something, right. just anything. They went on and they did it. And they complained all day that this, mm-hmm. that they went from this is even, res- even you, Eamon. I'm not saying you're a part of that community, but even you, I, we were reading your tweets and you went from this is the best show ever to this show is the worst in history. I, I did not say it was the worst in history. That, that's kind of let me Let me ask now. you this question. I said that you, Triple H you is did horrible. did send out a tweet that said this is an amazing show. Well, let me ask you this. Are you still going to buy the DVD? I am going to buy the DVD because there were a ton of fucking great matches on that show. Mm-hmm. Okay. My okay. point is, and I get what you're saying, Riz, and to me, those people that are the smart marks or whatever, because I, you know, some if some people may even consider We're, we're not the smart, smart marks. marks. Let's just say that. No, no, I know. I think, but, but Riz, we sort of are. We're not. We, 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 we kind of are. We're not. We try not to be dicks about sure it. we are. But we're not. Okay, okay. We're trying not to be dicks about it. I don't think we can have it both ways. We can't condemn certain clients. Okay, okay, okay. Whoa, 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 whoa,
Sorry. We, I, we can't have it both ways. We can't condemn all these different classifications of wrestling fan mm-hmm. and not fall under those headings ourselves. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Uh, yeah. And yeah. there's like you're right. The the internet is a very multicolored place, and there's you know not one person falls into one category, but you know to a certain degree they do. Yeah, they do, and we do. You know, to a certain degree, we're wrestling hipsters, and to a certain degree, we're smart marks, and to a certain degree, we're you know, good old we just like wrestling fans. You know, you know, we've we've got all of our shades, but to, but to deny the fact that that um, that we're any wrestling fan is ridiculous. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. And we shouldn't hold our heads we, up and think that I we're agree. a better wrestling fan than any of those categories no, that we're all. talking not about. Not at all. And, right. and people that I mean, you we, have every right, we have have every right to say that those people that are yeah, going on and saying show. that Daniel Bryan is getting buried or whatever are douchey. That's fine. I agree that those people don't really know what they're talking about, in my opinion. Mm. But to generalize it and say that's the internet saying this, I think is a bit too generalizing and it's it's I think if we can try to move past that and sort of think of well these guys aren't all the internet smart mark you know just crowd they're just douchebags you know what I mean like they 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 don't represent everyone is what I mean okay mm-hmm. okay all right, that, and that's I was just my say, point lunchbox lunchbox Chris just you just turn into Bill Cosby. During like when, during that whole thing, I heard, all I heard was Bill Cosby's voice. Really? What? <laughs> For what? I, I can tell you. I can tell you it wasn't not intentional. <laughs> all right, enough about it, that. But... Oh, sorry, Riz, you got more? I don't have more. No, you're the, you guys just Bill did. Cosby. Uh, well, let's talk about something good the internet is doing, and that's combining some forces here at Sorgatron Media. Yes. I wanted to put out uh, props to both Eamon and Riz. Uh, representing respectively Wrestling Mayhem Show and InsertCoinToBegin.com uh, did a great article over on InsertCoinToBegin.com slash the Wrestling Mayhem Show YouTube page. Uh, you guys did a great coverage of the uh, WWE 2K14, and we'll get to in a second the really interesting thing that happened with that. Uh, but but give me, uh, you guys did a hangout, uh, kind of, it looked like it was wrap-up style. I didn't get a chance to watch uh, your, you guys' coverage, but I did read the article. Um, but, uh, give, give me the high points. What are the pluses? What are, uh, give me uh, one or two things, each of you that you're looking for with this video game so far. Uh, uh you first, Riz. 30 years of WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Yokozuna. Mm-hmm. Macho Man Randy Savage. That's three Ed- things. Let him go. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Fuck you, WrestleMania. No. Ted DiBiase. <laughs> without Virgil just just that alone that without Virgil is enough to buy this game <laughs> exactly you even know though he, you he, know even Virgil though he is, is probably going to be up on like a up on the, in the cheap seat somewhere with his little table and the cheap uh million dollar belt <laughs> it's falling apart yeah it's just but yeah everybody you know everybody you want in this game is in this game already, and it's not even compl- It's not even talking about the current superstars yet. Mm-hmm. They still have to go through the the current roster. Awesome. Who's going to be in that? Awesome, uh, Amen. What what are your highlights for this? Um, the things that I'm very excited about for this game 
with the concept of doing the whole 30 years of WrestleMania thing, the fact that they're having this is sort of a thing that I love about wrestling video games, that they're having all 30 of the past uh, WrestleMania arenas available for play. Well, uh, 29, because the 30th one won't be out yet before the game's out. Um, but yeah, the past 29 uh, uh, wrestling WrestleMania arenas uh, will be available. And I think that's really cool. I, and that, mm-hmm. Me as like that sort of guy that played all the video games and wanted to get to the wrestling uh, uh, WrestleMania sets, I thought that that, that was very interesting for me uh and the characters as well uh but also uh when the i guess main roster like the current roster gets released the fact that you know you can mix up some guys from the main roster with uh sort of the wrestlemania legends and see how that plays out i think that'll be fun i think it'll be it's an interesting concept uh the the selling point i think last year was the attitude era concept um and that definitely helped it um Mm. and i think this year it'll be uh this year will be even better i think now awesome. we we discussed this on on the on the actual YouTube video, but there was one person on that list that kind of was shocking to oh. be on the legends list. Really? Uh huh. Goldberg is. Oh. Goldberg had one WrestleMania moment. Yeah, he did. And it was the worst well, moment in history. They have, um, they have like kind of come to terms. They're actually releasing a DVD of like kind of a best of Goldberg kind of deal. Yeah, but but mm. it's not it, his WrestleMania moment was with Brock Lesnar. Yeah, you know yeah. how that turned out. That's unfortunate. And so you can actually great. recreate that in WrestleMania in the in that era in that know, video game. Somebody, I think you should. Uh, I, I hope. I hope there's a story mode. Where you can pay Brock Lesnar and Goldberg overinflated contracts and then have them walk out to go the the bigger and brighter futures and then uh, basically have like a, a, a pre- each other's dick contest in the ring of WrestleMania leg, 20. Leg kick in the chat is saying, uh, I hope there's a hopefully there's a camera angle to give you an obstructed view uh for the recent wrestlemania sets um <laughs> and i saw somebody i think it was in the chat where we were talking about this on let's play uh said they wanted to take brock lesnar versus goldberg and swap them up for luchador moves uh and have a five-star match yes <laughs> so there you go um and again, again i said well we know what happens when lesnar hits a shooting star probably. yeah that's true yeah, that's true himself out but I, like i said in let's play uh Eamon, you did a great job mm-hmm. i couldn't have done this i talked i would talk to myself about this video game i i like the wrestling aspect to this as well and thank you for not embarrassing me and talking about video games yay thank you awesome you can go check that out it's at insert coin to begin because you don't know anything about video games <laughs> you can go to insert coin to begin.com uh the chat the video is actually embedded there or you can go to youtube.com slash wrestling mayhem show uh for just the video itself like go go to insert coin go uh, read the uh, article and what the guy's yeah, say what, what are you well. doing sword what what i'm just letting them know everywhere site. it's at I'm just letting them tell know. us where our site is sword exactly it's insert coin to begin.com that's where you can find it. I don't care about the YouTube page. I don't. We we get views from the site. We don't get views from your YouTube page. 
This is being wow. sassy. He is sassy pants. Yeah. All right. Well, let's talk about something else. Speaking of sassy, uh, let's talk about the uh, uh, the Total the Divas again. Thirty years of WrestleMania symposium. I did catch it. It was actually on <laughs> Kotaku. I, I found the the Twitch dot com. Kotaku. God damn it, Sorg! I'm gonna kill you one day. You run the internet. <laughs> Uh, I, don't, I don't hear it much. Um, anyways, uh, it, 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 they, they did have the Twitch.tv uh, stream of it unedited. Thank you. And they actually had a hot tip of starting it at about 40 minutes is when it really went off the rails. Um, so, uh, yeah, Ric Flair kind of took over, was fairly drunk. Uh, JR went off. Uh, he says uh, several times, uh, thank you. This 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 uh, segment brought to you by Grey Goose. Um, nah. uh, Nick Foley didn't help much. Uh, uh, Paul Heyman getting up and ripping up the script was fan- a fantastic moment. If you don't get a chance, uh, you have to uh, take the half an hour, whatever it is, to watch at least that portion of this thing. Um, I know it's. I, I find it hilarious that during like the uh, the Legends of WrestleMania, like uh, the Legends of WrestleMania reveal sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, Jr. gives like when they have Razor Ramones one come up, he gives like a nice you know, oh I'm really like glad for Scott Hall to get better and you know now he's in the video game that's good, cool good. and then he starts making jokes about how Ric Flair's fucking plastered. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> amazing. Eamon, well, you were watching the actual reveal. Flair was kind of drunk. No, then. no, no. Yeah. I'm not denying that. Yeah. It was, was fucking off his and, and and I hear I hear the three hour podcast with Austin is even better. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> and also, I, every time I picture the the 2K Sports guys now, mm-hmm. all I can think of is this homeless guy that just sits. Or it was it was it was Ukes and it was 2K Sports. Mm-hmm. Ukes had had a, their own shirt. And 2K had a guy that looked like he just came off the streets. Oh, really? <laughs> I thought he was homeless and just wandered on the set and they're going to pay him sandwiches like, and jobs. 2K's like, we spent all of our money on the slicings. We can't afford clothing for this fellow. Yeah. Um, hmm. Uh, maybe they're like, oh, we got to be earthly and like the wrestling fans. And we sent this guy like but this, right? We're not, we're not, we're not homeless. <laughs> These walls uh, are well, real. well, at least uh, these walls are real. These walls are Anything real, says. Sorg. These feelings are real. <laughs> <laughs> well, drunk Ric Flair aside, he, was, he started going the off. Feelings are green screen. He started going off about prenups. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> they were. Oh, it was great. Go, go watch it, please. And and there was a really cool moment where Paul Heyman, uh, or actually Jr. credited Paul Heyman. Uh, for I think it was WrestleMania X7 where they were both on the mic for the night. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I said that Paul Heyman uh, brought the best out of him, and he thought that was the best night of commentary he ever did because of him. Uh, hey. Which then hey. and then Paul comes back and says and talks about uh, all the people he threw under the bus doing Saturday Night, and then came along Jr. and kind of put him in his place. And how when uh, Joey Styles came along and he was teaching Joey Styles how to do his thing. He just told Joey Styles everything that Jr. had told him, so that, that was a, that was a genuinely really cool moment uh, and, and worth it. Aside from drunk flair, uh, so with that, uh, all right. Uh, so uh, there was some big news over the last week. Uh, kind of came out, I think Thursday mostly. 
Um, so, I, I, you know, we can't, you know, we, we would be remiss if we didn't touch on it a little bit here. Uh, and considering we've had conversation about this kind of topic before, uh, so uh, I, I only saw little bits and pieces. I heard from most of this secondhand, but I guess uh, uh, Darren Young was approached at a by TMZ in an airport, of all places. That's usually where you mm-hmm. end up. And was asked about, I, I, how was the question The question, the question was, um, do you think a uh, homosexual professional wrestler could succeed in the professional wrestling business? Yeah. And he said, and, and Darren Young basically answered with, yeah, I think so, because I am one. Yeah, yeah, which was yeah. like a, <gasps> you know, like nobody <laughs> knew, like legit nobody knew. Or, uh, you know, maybe some people knew, uh, uh, you know, you know, personally, but not publicly like that. Um, so, and, and who knows? We don't know who knew or anything like this. Can I follow up, though? Uh, they talked to Shawn Michaels, and his response was, ah, nobody cares if he's openly gay or not. That's so 80s. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm like, Sean. what? Yeah, Sean. yeah I, I definitely think that the bigger story here is uh, we need to finally acknowledge how much TMZ covers professional wrestling. Yeah, that, yeah that's my problem yeah, that's with this. Like, <laughs> we talked like about if this. If a wrestler gets a DUI or yeah. or something crazy happens, Hulk Hogan it, sex fucking TMZ is there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it really seems like I was going to say almost because uh, I kept hearing, oh, now now John Cena says something. Now so and so said something. It's like it's almost like they're coming to TMZ. But then you see you see the videos and it's like, no, they're like following these guys through the airport. Um, but, the, but the thing is, whether or not they got TMZ to do it or whether TMZ did it naturally or whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it really doesn't matter. No, no. Like. The the more the Darren Young thing is absolutely great. I give him tons of credit because, as the, like the question posed, there, it is expectingly very difficult to be a out uh, professional wrestler. Mm-hmm. Like it has to be very difficult, mm-hmm. you know. And I I give him tons of credit, and I give WWE tons of credit for how they're handling it. And I think they're you know letting just letting him. The fear was that, and and obviously it's only been a week since, so obviously things could change. Um, but just letting him be him, like there's no different other than there's the primetime players are sort of face now. Yeah, but I've no, 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 never so really turn. considered them heels. They were just guys that faced faces. Yeah. Yeah, they never really uh-huh. did. I mean, they were kind of. Um, I, they never played too much of the heel upper hand people. They were just kind of assholes. Right? Yeah. They're they were the asshole jobbers. Yeah. I mean, they're just like a couple of jocks, you know. Um, they, they're maybe yeah. a little bit annoying. So, But they're just they're letting him still be a primetime player, and there's no difference because he said he was gay. Yeah. Like, there's – and that's the, Which, the way you handle it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's yeah, no difference. That needs to be the way they handle it. They, mm-hmm. they can't – if they even try to acknowledge it or turn it into a gimmick at all, they will fail mm-hmm. based off of their track record with anything. They will fail at it. And it will be a shit show. It I mean, the, 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 I mean, there are a couple of concerns with it, both him being openly gay. How does I mean, we we think you know not so much the wrestling the internet wrestling community, but we know the demographic that comes in with WWE, and that's uh, you know it's a crossover with NASCAR guys, and we know what that kind of brings. Uh, and knowing the kind of things that get yelled at shows that happen in very small towns. Uh, yeah. I mean, or I the stuff think... uh, for those, and I'll I'll bring it up for those that read the uh, the best and worst of Raw uh, comments that are made on the YouTube uh, video from the primetime players beating uh, uh, real Americans. 
Yeah, sometimes mm. people can be not that yeah, great. But, and, you know, go ahead. You know, that's the thing though. If they're gonna boycott, if they if there's a, if they go to the south, like in the south where some people are more Bible Belt than anybody. Yeah, and they boycott professional wrestling because of this. Mm-hmm. There are tens of thousands of other fans who will line up mm-hmm. to buy a ticket. Mm-hmm. That's true. Absolutely. That's true. It does not matter what they do because they there will be people who would die to get in those seats. Mm-hmm. And, and it's very it's very possible yeah. maybe certain towns that, that maybe become a problem. Maybe he doesn't get booked on the smaller town, you know, live shows or something like that where that could be an issue. Um, you know, for anybody that's mm-hmm. known for stuff like that. Uh, maybe this, it, I wonder if he becomes part of a Be A Star campaign and then again, Be A Star oh, is not. Already, I think it would be absolutely smart. For him I would be it. smart, I but I think it's very, Be A Star is not a WWE owned thing, I don't think. And because right. of that, I also wonder if they, Be A Star makes him a part of it because i don't think be a star does anything with homosexuality but i i can can imagine be a star not being allowed in certain schools because of that again same issue he was doing a he was doing a be a star rally two days later was he oh excellent excellent yeah (laughs) yeah important it's 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 the stuff i told people like it's very important that he did come out and is showing that it's perfectly fine i work in like the professional wrestling business which has you know like i said it can't be easy to sort of be a homosexual in that environment and he's doing it and he's being successful and it's showing people that, you know, it's okay to just be yourself. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's a message that a lot of people need to hear. I know a lot of people, uh, when it came out, a lot of people brought up, well, Oh, he's not the first like out pro wrestler. What about Canyon? The difference is Canyon came out as gay and then he lost a ton of indie bookings because of that. And he committed suicide because of his depression. Yeah, and that maybe what well, I mean, there are also questions on whether you know Canyon was a cool guy to begin with, you know. Uh, uh, but the the one whether he was I, or not, like yeah. it's the depression that comes with obviously that kind of stuff. Like it's yeah. a real thing. Yeah, and for Darren Young to be a positive influence, you know, yeah. on people that are going through the same stuff, it's very important. Yeah, it is. It is definitely, um, and and and, and I, hopefully we've come a longer way than. You know that the canyon situation and those kinds of I reactions. Ho- I hope we come a long way, though, from promoters who like. Hopefully, Vince has enough, you know, sense mm-hmm. not to do what TNA did to Orlando. Orlando. Well, no, no, whoa, 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 because that was supposedly something Orlando had actually come to WWE with as an idea. Um, mm-hmm. now, yeah. but there's presentation issues and I don't know how much of it's Orlando, how much of it's TNA. Cause I mean, you got TNA coming out there and say, Oh, this is so disgusting and weird. Uh, you know, versus, you know, and maybe it is what he's really like, but still he ejaculated lotion on his chest. <laughs> yeah. That was messed up. Yeah. That uh, wasn't the greatest. No. Yeah. Yeah. And, and hopefully, you know, this doesn't mean, you know, we don't see Darren Young becoming another Billy and Chuck or Adrian Adonis, you know, um, hopefully you're right. Hopefully they do just leave them be Darren Young. His character isn't asked to be anything like that. At the worst case, they make a teachable moment with him versus a heel that has a comment, you know? And and, they, yeah. and it can be one I, of those I, things. I could, and it could be one of those things that's one of those thinly veiled comments that the kids aren't really going to understand. I was I was ready for that to happen last night. Yeah. With Did Zeb they, Coulter. Yeah. Zeb, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah especially... But, but, but the thing is, Zeb is more... We, I don't like illegal immigrants. Not Whoa, like, no, 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 no. Zeb doesn't like anybody that's different. 
yeah, very explicitly, and he he, Seth's he gimmick is making fun of the Tea Party, and Tea Party hates gay people. Exactly, yeah. yes. Zeb Zeb is, uh, and, and I believe his uh, rant on L.A. aside from being about immigrants, was just talking about the trashiness of the town as well. Uh, so I mean, he he isn't explicitly. well. That's what every heel does. Well, yes, but I mean, it's it's not so so. I mean, it's not like it's not going to be in his wheelhouse for this. Uh, you can, he, I mean, it's very easy for Zeb to come out and say that this this activity allowing this to happen, what Darren Young doing is 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 un-American, which is exactly what a lot of politicians say. I think the governor right. of PA just said that. Yes. Um, so uh, it's it's you know again ridiculous speech. Let and it be known that the views and opinions of the governor of Pennsylvania do not necessarily represent the views and opinions of the Wrestling Mayhem Show. Just because we take place in the state that he's the governor they in, do affect the uh, views and opinions who I'm going to vote for next time. But aside from that, yes. um, it, it's... I will also note that my favorite tweet coming out of this was somebody uh, I can't remember the name of the person, but somebody tweeted um, somewhere right now the Rock is feverishly like scraping off of his whiteboard so you're gay aren't you off of his joke board <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah he can't really cut those anymore yeah <laughs> like, yeah yeah and but i mean it's it's uh considering there was a there oh god who said oh daily show actually talked about this when uh zeb colder there's something with zeb colder and something he said that was uh, uh fairly even more hypocritical than usual and there was a conversation where, between jbl and cool in the middle of uh, smackdown or raw i can't remember they played it on the daily show and there's says how is the most uh, uh the best educated conversation about this issue is happening on fucking wwe and not on fox news yeah <laughs> which was exactly right um jbl did a really nice job i mean it was a genuine conversation i mean i'm sure jbl is playing playing his role but you know the devil's advocate for that conversation hey who knows maybe he is along that line because he did play that character he is more of a i think he's probably more along the uh, republican set from you know uh, you know his show and his financial stuff guesstimating on that um but again i it's We've kind of gone to this weird place where there's more intellectual commentary happening in WWE than the uh, uh, Vince going out and saying the N word. Yeah. Oh, you know, uh, it, it's uh, on a pay per view, uh, mind yeah. you. Uh, so- this reminds me, though, of the if you guys watch South Park, the WTF episode where they wrestled. Oh, okay, yeah, and it had like storylines of like abortion and all that stuff <laughs> that's right and it just it, it, that just reminds me of like conversations that that conversation had that this was all just you know part of story and it's what's happening now it's mm-hmm. weird mm-hmm. definitely awesome uh, uh well on that note guys i we, we, we got to get out of here. We, I, I think we had some great conversations. I know we didn't. We touched on SummerSlam. I think the important parts between the it. fans and everything and yes, the reaction, definitely. We all know what happened there. Uh, and, again, what happened with Raw last night. So, uh, thank you, everybody. Thank you to the, the, the chat room. Thank you to the uh, emailers for, for all of that. So, let me know, guys, what did you learn this week in wrestling? And I know, LB, you got one. Yeah, uh, I do, as a matter of fact. Um where did I put it? Here we go. Oh boy. Okay. I learned that. Um, I uh, I learned that there are apparently Portuguese matadors, and Wrestle Fan is one of them. <laughs> oh my god. Portuguese? 
Wait a minute. Oh my god. I don't think that's no, no, right no, at no, all. No, they're Puerto Rican. They're Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. Puerto Rican. There are Cuban um sandwiches <laughs> and wrestle fan. Hmm. They're from Riz. Greece or Spain or somewhere around there. Anyways, Riz. I learned that What did I learn this week? Oh, I learned that uh what did I learn this week? Oh, I learned Wrestle that Wrestle fan. Uh, what did you <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, wrestle fan. Um, oh, thinking. okay. Uh, I learned. Thinking. I learned from wrestling this week uh, that silicone floats, uh, <laughs> and also, and also, it is hilarious to uh, get one of your relatives to watch Total Divas because oh. uh, my mom does not think Tyson Kidd is the bomb. dot com. Wow. wow. <laughs> oh, okay. That one. I learned that. Did you always have those glasses? What? Did you always have those glasses on your head? Yep. What glasses? Okay. No what glasses? I, I, anyway, I, I learned. Continue. Continue. I learned that when Ric Flair and Damien Sandow get in the ring, magic happens. They were they were in the, like they were in the ring for the roster reveal, mm-hmm. and it was it was looking. It was like looking in a mirror, a well-groomed mirror with a beard. Go on, Sorg. You made me forget mine. Uh, I learned oddly from thank you, Sorg. I, I, uh, it, oddly from wrestling this week uh, that that uh, I can't imagine how romantic you can be with a camera in your face. Yeah. To that point, I emphasize empathize with uh, Tyson Kidd. Um, yeah, that, really, come on. From the chat room, I got. Really, you've never filmed porn. <laughs> porn, porn. No, no, I haven't, LB. Um, we haven't ventured in that uh, vertical for Sorgatron yet. Media yet. Not it. <laughs> it. All right, from the chat room. Uh, this week, I uh, like Hick learned one ding dong, the brook is dead. And two fingers ain't supposed to bend that way. Holy oh, crap, Sinclair. Yeah. Real quick, uh, uh, Riz. Wait, no, no. Both of, both of those comments are about Brooke Hogan. Okay. Oh. So, so here's, a regular, here's a regular hand. Yeah. Sinclair dislocated the ring finger. And when you looked at it, the finger went that way towards the pinky. It's the wrong way when it's on audio. Towards <laughs> no. the pink. Yeah, no. it's not. Alby's having it, some issues with this. The, the tip mm-hmm. freaks went, my shit. The tip went towards the pinky. Yeah. yeah. So now note that the finger does not bend that way. Yeah. So when he hit the guy, when he hit the Del Rio. It made a snapping noise. It, it sounded like it might have been when he landed after hitting Del Rio, perhaps. Or either either way. Uh, uh, Bo, I to be my anatomy teacher. Oh fucking diggity! And the chat room says, "I learned that I miss Brutus Clay calling out his moves. Should I get him? Cheer. What? I don't know. That might be something else. <laughs> uh, my bad. And I think that's all I got. Yes. Wait. Did you just ask? Did, Russell Fan, did you just ask me to be your anatomy teacher? Oh, Alex yeah. Carr's learning so that good. Goldberg and Brock Lesnar can have a Lucha Classic if you play WWE 2K14. 
Uh, and that's what I got. Guys, thank you. Wrestling Mayhem Show 383. Thank you uh, once again for joining us again. You can drop us a line. We're at WrestlingMayhemShow.com. Go there. Click on the links. Click on our advertisers. Uh, uh, check out stuff. Fleshlights. Fleshlights, t-shirts, uh, the Mayhem apps. Show apps. Anything to support the show. Or if you don't want to give us any money, I understand. We might be some surly-looking fellows. Uh, you can go uh, to iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube. Share surly. with your friends. Uh, comment. Uh, 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 plus them, thumbs up them, all that kind of stuff. Uh, uh, let pe- let us know you're you're liking it. Let other people know you're liking it too, so we can grow the mayhem nation. Also, drops like good times at wrestlingmayhemshow.com. I just still didn't fix that graphic. Four one two two zero six WMS zero and live every Tuesday night around nine PM Eastern or so. Live.sorgatronmedia.com. Guys, thank you there. Thank you everybody in the chat room. We'll see you guys next week. Mayhem out. Just wait, just wait, just wait, just wait.